0: You are listening to Invisible Friends, a podcast about the connections that make up online communities.
1: We are your invisible friends, Aoife and Jalia. three
2: Hi and thanks for calling lastminute.com Our sales lines are temporarily closed due to the ongoing coronavirus pandemic.
1: This was how I spent most of my mornings in the months of March and April, dialing this stupid number and getting similar messages. Sometimes someone would answer, other times the numbers would be discontinued. The reason being, I had big plans to go to Pakistan and visit one of my closest friends, Maria. I have had way too many espresso martinis, but I booked flights to Pakistan today. And I'm going, and I just, I'm really overwhelmed
0: that I'm finally
1: finally going to see see Maria
3: I really
1: want to take you. Oh, I'm gotten really excited now. But anyway. Oh, Maria, okay. So I booked it, but I'm like kind of nervous because I did it through this site called lastminute.com. Oh, so I'm just hoping that like everything will be okay, but I'm not going to panic, yes. Um,
3: Let me know what
4: happens with that.
1: Maria. Everything here in Germany is getting crazy. Like, they're starting to close off borders. And they're closing all the bars, all the nightclubs, all the restaurants. Like, everyone's being told to self-isolate. I think I'm better off just cancelling it. Maria, I really wanted to see you in Fairy Meadows.
2: Hi, baby. It's so good to hear your voice. I love you so
3: much. Um, I was really hoping that, I don't know, I don't know why I kept assuming that just because you have some sort of like, work connection to Pakistan, and I keep assuming that it's they're going to send you
0: here for work,
1: even though it's Corona, I know you're not coming, but my brain just keeps
2: thinking like, oh yeah, this is happening,
1: but it's not happening. This story is not about how upset I am that I didn't get to see Maria. Although, (laughs) it really sucks. Instead, it's about the company I booked my flights through. Lastminute.com Lastminute.com
2: Lastminute.com (laughs) Lastminute.com
1: I kind of thought it might be sketchy. Like, the website, it just felt sketchy as hell giles but like when you're on something and you're like shit am I really gonna give this
0: company 800 euros like <laughs> I mean it's called lastminute.com I feel like that <laughs> okay. in itself just it's like for people and no offense but it's like <laughs> people who are doing something at last minute you know yeah like, I know it's and- not, you're not organized <laughs> so What what actually is lastminute.com? Yeah,
1: this is kind of confusing. So basically, like from my understanding, it's a third party like booking tool and they have deals with airlines and hotels and like, and they can get you cheaper deals. And I think like a travel agent, right? But like a really terrible one. I have this funny sound from their promotional video about who they are.
3: Our story began in Italy in 2004. An idea of Fabio Cannavala and Marco Caradino, co founders of Voligratis, to launch the first website able to compare the whole offering of low cost flights available in Europe. (laughs) The success of this initiative led to extremely fast organic growth.
1: Organic growth, literally the the worst word in the world.
3: And internationalizing. Between two. You got
1: sold
0: on this Eva.
1: <laughs> I know, like I literally watched that video and I was like, oh my god, they must be
0: legit. Like these, these Wait, people- did you watch this before you booked? Yeah.
1: Well, no, after <laughs> to make myself feel better.
0: <laughs> Whoa. It's it's too complicated to be like uh you know good thing yeah, yeah no a hundred percent gels.
1: so like as you can imagine like when corona hit and nobody could go anywhere like of course this just didn't work out <laughs> and then the fiasco starts of trying to get my bloody money back from these guys guys i'm feeling so stressed about lastminute.com nos giving me my money back and then call them today and then they were like can we call you back and they weren't giving me any answers and then I, they called me back and I accidentally hung up on them. Bad times but I'll call them tomorrow. But before I can call them I need to figure out why my phone is not letting me make phone calls which is also a very fun issue. I messaged them because I couldn't find like a customer service email and they only had a number and the number to call was 25 cents a minute and like people have been saying that they're being put on hold for like an hour at a time so I was like well I'm not doing that hi guys um basically anyone that knows me knows that um I have been trying to get my money for my Pakistan flights off lastminute.com for the last two months and yesterday I rang them up crying and I was like get me my money because it's like a billion euro uh Jay were like no sorry we're not giving you this money back so then I sent them a letter threatening legal action it was a very professional letter it used a template and everything
0: oh dude that's so frustrating
1: no does it honestly was like
0: so frustrating so I decided
1: you know I had to chase this money I had to get this money back and that is where I turned to the Facebook group
0: victimsoflastminute.com so how did you end up finding victimsoflastminute.com and why did you think that it would be that would be a Facebook group like how does one end up in victimsoflastminute.com
1: Originally, I was trying to call last minute and I was calling them like every day. Um, And sometimes, as I said earlier, they'd answer, other times not. And I was getting so frustrated. You know, the the dial tone would always say, you might have to wait a while because we have so many other people who've been affected by Corona. And I was like, "Okay, well, who are these people and what are they doing? So I decided to go to Facebook, as you do. And I just typed in lastminute.com and the first group to appear was victims of last minute.
0: I don't know. For some reason, like my initial response to something wouldn't be like, oh, maybe there's a Facebook group around it. So it's interesting to me that that's what you did. I mean, but it worked for you, I guess. Did it? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'd been like
1: searching on Twitter, but people had just been giving out. Like every tweet last minute posted, people would just be commenting and being like, give me my money back, you robbers. But with the Facebook group, people were much more describing their situations and offering help to each other when i first joined there was only around 200 members i think uh but now the group is actually at 6k so it's it's gotten a lot bigger the
0: victim pool has grown (laughs) (laughs) there has clearly been an increase in the number of victims (laughs) so what was your approach to trying to get your money back like once you got into that group
1: so i started off by um putting in a post that was just like, hey, like, this is my situation. Anyone have any advice? Um, and nobody really offered any help. They all were just like angry in solidarity with me. <laughs> so there was kind of two types of posts in this Facebook group, Gels. So on the one hand, there was these posts of people like me who were telling people about what happened. So I actually talked to one lady, Jacqueline.
2: My name's Jacqueline here. I purchased a ticket from London to Melbourne.
1: She found her tickets on lastminute.com through the likes of Skyscanner. I booked the fare through Bravo
2: Fly, which is a part of lastminute.com, but I found it on the Skyscanner website.
1: And then, like most of the group members, her flights ended up getting cancelled.
2: I found out that the flight had been cancelled two days after I bought the ticket.
1: So now Jacqueline is waiting for her refund and waiting to hear back from lastminute.com. My money hasn't been refunded
2: yet. They said that I would be receiving the credit note very soon and it's been sitting on refund being processed for about four months now. And I have tried to call them, uh, but um, every time I call them their, their phone just drops out like the call doesn't even get into a queue and uh, I've emailed them probably three or four times I've never had a reply and have been um, y- using emails that have been suggested on that Facebook group but I haven't had any luck with any of them
1: So the other type of post on this Facebook group was people offering help. So people would say like, hey, I got my money back and this is what I did. Like these are the emails I used um, and this is the type of letter I wrote or email I wrote. This is the number that I rang that I could actually get through to them on. Mm -hmm. Obviously, I was mainly in the group for those types of posts. Like that's what I needed. Yeah. One of these posts was actually the reason that I got my money back. So on the 10th of April, Catawamba posted in the group, and his post followed a similar pattern to a lot of posts in there in that he started off with an explanation of how he had received his money back, but the difference was at the end of the post he included two templates. So the first template was for anyone who had already taken legal action against last minute and had filed a complaint against them, but the second template, which is the one that I used, was a letter addressed to last minute, which basically threatened legal action against them if they didn't pay your refund back within a stated period of time. As this method was the only thing that worked for me, it was the only way I got a response from lastminute.com. I was really pumped to get to talk to Katawamba. Firstly, to thank him for posting this template into the group. But more so, I was curious of like his background. Like, was he a lawyer? How did he know all this stuff? The template really had a lot of legal jargon in it. He quoted last minute's trading number. He talked a lot about consumer rights within the EU. I was pretty blown away. So I really thought he'd have some sort of a, of lawyer background.
4: So I came out with the template because one of the last minute group members was a lawyer and he said that the best way to get your refunds if you if last minute was still not responding to you was to go through it uh, the legal way. So this this lawyer thought he one of the earliest people to post on there and he had a template which, you know, much similar to mine, I just copied I actually copied it from him but changed it up a bit. Saying um, you know my address, last message address which I found um, through HMRC, um, as well as that um, I just like made it sound really lawyer-y uh, from the the guy the, the lawyer who's in that group chat. So again, just copying, just copying what he wrote and put it into my template. Initially, I didn't send the template through until I knew that the uh, that it would work. So uh, I saw that the, the the lawyer, the guy who sent it. Who's a lawyer who sent it last minute? He received his money, um. So I said, okay, let me give this a shot. And then I compiled that 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 letter with the you know all that stuff, and I sent it to last minute. Um, and then surely enough, a few days like later, they they sent an email saying, okay, we're gonna send you the refund. So I was very happy. So then I thought, okay, if this works, then other people should try this uh, method out and see if they would be successful. And sure enough, other people were, uh, were in the refunds as well.
1: Wow, what a helpful, what a helpful guy. Yeah, I know, such a helpful guy, Giles. But I just think it's so interesting that this template, the first draft of it was actually posted by the lawyer, and then Catawamba had added all this additional information, like the appendix of evidence. I just find how that snowballing of support is really interesting and i think in the wider picture of facebook communities and perhaps even humanity more generally it's quite a reflection of what goes on in that we're all just using each other as building blocks could you say that am i reaching for the stars a bit here (laughs) maybe but yeah standing on the shoulders of someone someone previous I think that's the Google Google Scholar quote, isn't it? Standing on the shoulders of giants. <laughs> anyway, Cadawamba you're a giant, thank you.
0: <laughs> Eva, what is what is the description for victims of Last Minute <laughs> You love saying the name <laughs> <laughs> um, The description reads
1: It's just the simple idea that all the people who cannot reach out to lastminute.com, customer service for their refund and flight cancellations. Let's pool up and share experiences and be the voice, as in group voice, so we we all together can get our money back. That's the description.
0: That's a really weird description. Yeah, actually, now that I'm reading it, I'm like, wow. It, like, did you, did you copy and paste this straight from the description? Yeah. Dude, this is the description. I didn't type this. It's just a simple <laughs> it, idea that all the people who can't who cannot reach out to lastminute.com customer service for their refund and flight cancellations. Okay. I like the sentiment. The sentiment is 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 there. Yeah, and I like I the line, it's just the simple idea. Yeah, me too. I feel like this person has experience in Facebook groups.
1: So on that note, obviously, like the
0: admin created this description, right? Yeah. Is he like the the biggest victim of lastminute.com you know like you know I just want to know his story yeah
1: I want to know his story too Jalia but it, it was really frustrating so I actually originally posted in the group telling people I was interested in hearing their stories for this podcast project that we we're doing and he actually the admin commented saying <laughs> what are you doing with my group which is very <laughs> possessive So I commented under that and responded saying hey like I would love to talk to you I'd love to hear your story about why you set up this group if you would be interested in chatting to me I've sent you a a DM and I got no response from that and I've actually I've actually uh, messaged him on Facebook four times I've tried to (laughs) add him as a friend I'm getting nowhere he really doesn't want to talk to me.
0: I think he's stringing you along
1: i think so too will i will i check will i take away my friend request and try send it again
0: i think he just wants you to like like try a little hard like
1: how i'm just worried he's gonna kick me out of the group i really am worried
0: yeah you don't want to be kicked i out can't of be the kicked group. out of the group
1: okay i'm gonna i'm gonna add him as a friend again i followed him and now i'm adding him as a friend
0: can you approach him from a different platform
1: <laughs> god dude this is really funny sorry i'm just on his oh. facebook and in his life event section it says last weight 2014
0: <laughs> that's like the only <laughs> life event listed that's really funny i want to i want you to talk to him i feel like he's got a good sense of humor but like he won't share it with just anyone you know like you gotta prove to him that that you'll have a good time
1: yeah okay maybe i try find him on linkedin or is that really stalky that's pretty stalky okay
0: i I added him as a friend so let's see yeah all right i feel like one more time friend requesting him and then maybe you'll have to like change up your approach oh wait
1: oh wait no it's just weird because i typed his name into google and it says he's a pakistani actor i wonder if that's the same person that'd be exciting the beginning of august the idea that the facebook group victimsoflastminute.com was in fact being run by a famous pakistani actor seemed impossible but as the days wore on and my messages were left unheard it kind of seemed like a reasonable justification why else would someone be so busy that they couldn't get back and do an interview on their beloved facebook group Too busy with the paparazzi, filming movies, commercials, TV shows. That ought to explain it. And I was pretty set in this conceptualization of the admin as a celeb with attitude. Until I received a response in my inbox. Yes, you heard it right. A response from the one and only VictimsofLastMinute.com admin.
3: My name is Abdul Sami so uh, I would like to share my story that why I set up this group.
1: Yeah Giles there's a lot to say about uh, my chat with Sami. So firstly the there was this crazy coincidence in that we were both meant to be flying to Pakistan and our flights got cancelled and that is how we became victims of last minute i was actually meant to go to pakistan as well so my flights were to islamabad and that's that's what i booked through lastminute.com and so i'm interested to hear where you were flying in in, uh, to in pakistan
3: yeah so i mean that's really interesting wow Uh, (laughs) um i think i only came across you as a member Who was about to travel to Pakistan and who booked the tickets from this company for Pakistan. I haven't came across with anybody who has booked any tickets from this company to go to Pakistan. So it is really interesting.
0: Oh, wow. What a coincidence. You guys were both going to Pakistan. I know. What are the chances?
1: Another cool thing that I found out during my interview with Sami was that he actually worked for an online travel agency, or as he called it, an OTA. And he really knew how things worked within these business models. So he knew something was fishy when he was sending email after email and calling, and the line wasn't going through. And what's even crazier is he actually had lost his job in OTA when Corona started hitting.
3: Um, I mean, I have been fired from my job uh, working in OTA, and um, obviously. The company had to let go the employees and i was one of them when we really hit the crunch when there were absolutely no bookings and all these i mean so i know um what travel industry was going through and i know how they have been affected but they have they. i mean they could have done more and i was like i am absolutely so glad that as as a, as, a, as an employee i was working on the other side of the table but when this thing happened i could be i mean when i became the customer so i could help other people in getting their money back from the same industry and uh, with my own Let's say with my own direction, we have been really finding the way and uh, drafting these templates. And uh, there has been a lot of lot of templates now on uh, on this group available. And I'm really glad that somehow I could help a lot of people.
0: Yeah! Wow! So he he's been on both sides. So he's been fucked over as an employee and yeah, as a customer. yeah exactly. Um. Yeah. Oh my god! That name. <laughs> 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 com. Did you did you have a chance to ask him about that, please? please.
1: <laughs> I know you really dig the name, Jal. So of course, I had to ask Sammy where it came
3: from. Um, how I came up with actually with the name, um, it is really interesting because I really thought I have paid the price what they have asked. Now um, I am my flight is being cancelled. I am away from my family and my daughter especially, and uh, I cannot go back. And uh, so somehow I felt that I am really somehow I am a victim.
0: Oh, that's that's so hard to hear about his daughter. Yeah, I know. I think,
1: I think at the start I thought the name was a bit of an exaggeration, but hearing Sammy say that kind of brought to light the fact that so many people were really left stranded because of this company, like away from family and friends during a really really scary health crisis.
0: Yeah. He sounds really, really nice and supportive. Did, do you know if he ended up getting his money back? No.
1: So they actually issued him a voucher first and he received this voucher in his email inbox and the stated amount that the voucher was worth was actually more than he had paid for his flights. So originally he thought that this was a really nice gesture of goodwill. But then when he went to rebook his flights through the link that they had sent him in the email, he found that all of the flights had been uppriced and were a lot more expensive.
3: The funny part was they were offering more money then I was then what I paid as a goodwill gesture, but they were providing a certain link to book the flight and use that voucher. And when I go in and click on that link, the prices which they were showing on through that link, where I could use the voucher, were more. So, I mean, because I worked in travel industry, so I know how um, these algorithms and programs work and how they trick people. Um, so this is where I didn't agree with their terms and conditions, which they were offering. And I wanted to be stuck with the original terms and condition at the time when I bought my tickets.
0: What? So they tricked him? That's really rude.
1: Yeah. So they created an algorithm that uppriced the flights for those who have been issued vouchers. But Charles, Sammy also had another theory about how lastminute.com was fooling its customers. So to get out of paying its customers back within this 14-day refund period, Sammy claimed that lastminute.com's parent company had changed its company registration from the UK to Switzerland, which created this sort of legal loophole for refunds.
3: Lastminute.com is a limited company and it was in UK. However, they have changed the parent uh, company name and they moved uh, from UK and they made it like uh, uh, that now it is under in Switzerland, the parent company is. Like some customers were receiving an email that they are going to get the money back from lastminute.com and some customers were receiving emails that they are going to receive their money back from bravo.com, bravofly.com so I mean there were it was a delaying tactic to not get give the money back within 14 days as per the UK law.
0: Oh wow that's a really big claim could you verify that? Yeah a huge claim. Um
1: so after looking into the history of the company's registration which was by no means an easy <laughs> an easy bit of research because I don't have any experience searching kind of the history of businesses but we could not substantiate this claim. Um, Sammy is right in that lastminute.com's parent company, Bravo Fly, is registered in Switzerland. However, the company registered here for many, many years before the pandemic. Also, the parent company registering in Switzerland
0: does not actually stop the company from abiding by consumer laws. So what are the laws for consumer disputes for companies registered in Switzerland?
1: Yeah, so Swiss consumer law states that international consumer disputes are to be covered by the country that the consumer actually resides in. So it is, it is quite complicated, um, but the reason why I am mentioning this at all is because my refund did not come from lastminute.com, which is the company I booked through and the company that I paid, but instead my bank statement actually said Bravo Fly SA and they had charged me uh, an additional admin fee for providing the refund. So you got your money back? So I got my money back, Giles, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> you obviously found the Facebook group VictimsofLastMinute.com and once I was in that, I saw the post that Catawamba put up, who we spoke to earlier, and using that post and the template he provided, uh, as well as some emails I found in the group, I sent off my letter to LastMinute.com and within a few days I got a phone call back. Um, so if it wasn't for the group, I wouldn't have any luck? I'd say getting a response from lastminute.com so I'm super grateful to Sammy for setting it up
0: wow so you would say that it was it was because of the group that you got your money back
1: oh definitely Giles oh, like so much so I mean like when you think of the amount of phone calls and the disconnects and how it was so hard to get hold of s- someone that would actually help you I don't I feel like if I hadn't have sent that thread of legal action which I never would have thought to do on my own um I wouldn't have heard anything from them Another thing I really wanted to ask Sammy about um, was the conspiracy theory in the group.
0: Wouldn't be an Invisible Friends episode without a conspiracy theory. (laughs) Exactly. So
1: this conspiracy theory centered around the idea that lastminute.com employees were making fake accounts and entering into oh, the group i love a conspiracy theory like this
0: but why would they do that well <laughs> apparently according
1: to other group members it was to kind of dissipate some of the anger that was there so they would post into this group and say that they had received a refund and that lastminute.com were doing a good job and that everyone just needed to have some patience oh
0: my god so is that like it's like a, the fake review concept kind ah, of
1: yeah that's a great analogy i didn't i didn't think of
0: yeah. that so what did Sammy think? And also like what did he do about it?
1: Yeah, yeah. he he fully um, agreed with this theory and um, he actually had to block a lot of the people who entered the group.
3: I mean their employees create, started creating fake Facebook profiles. So the profile was always relevantly new. It only had one picture. And what they were doing, they were just like sending the request. And obviously back then there used to be 200 requests in a day. Um, so we couldn't vet all of them. So we, we have established a mechanism that how we are going to identify those, um, fake profiles, which were created by last minute employees. What started happening when we were at the strength of 1,000 or less than 1,000, when we had a collective voice, we started sending them emails. And um, there were like hundreds and hundreds of emails was getting sent to them. And we were following certain templates and uh, certain kind of uh, legal actions we were threatening with them. So they could see the pattern that this is something it's new for them. Because I have worked in OTA, so I know as a as a customer service agent, when we start seeing the certain type of a template and not coming from one customer but like a couple of them this is where we start to think that okay something is happening so they started infiltrating to know what exactly is going on when we spotted them we have developed a mechanism to not let them in so they wouldn't know what we are discussing or how we are helping each other and uh, to keep them in a dark because They shouldn't be joining uh, the group and learning that how the customers are interacting with each other to get the money back because they should be doing their job.
1: So when it came to these lastminute.com employees infiltrating the group, things actually got pretty nasty in the comment section um, of a lot of the different posts that were in there. So at its peak, when anyone would post in the group saying, hey, I got my refund people will jump into the comment section and immediately start saying you are just a last minute dot com employee like nobody believed this person and and things got pretty pretty nasty what did sammy think about this behavior in the group sammy was actually pretty quick uh, to defend people you know he he kind of said that people were really overwhelmed it was a very frustrating situation to be in you know calling and calling and getting no answer and then for someone to come in and and be an employee and undermine the group's efforts um of course there was going to be a a big kind of backlash to that
0: yeah that makes sense there could be like really serious consequences if the staff of lastminute.com got into that Facebook group and started reading those negative comments that were left about the company. There was actually a case in Australia in 2018 where a woman was sued by a travel agency for posting negative comments in a members-only Facebook group against them.
1: What? In a members-only group? So this is likely the staff of this travel agency and they were like infiltrating the group to read what members were posting just like the lastminute.com staff. Exactly. Oh my god. Here, I'm also kind of surprised that a company could sue, like, an individual person for defamatory comments on the internet. Well,
0: I don't think it's the norm, but for example, under Australian law, companies with fewer than 10 employees that aren't related to a larger company can sue for defamation. So the travel agency in this case said it had six employees and excluded its Indian-based call center, saying that they were all based in India and that they didn't count, pretty much.
1: Oh my God. So they just dropped like more than half of their staff. Jalia, that's so frustrating. You know, when you join a new company and uh, they're like, Oh, like we're a family. Like you're part of our team. Like, could you imagine that narrative and then just being dropped?
0: <laughs> like when it comes to a court case. Yeah. <laughs> that's so intense. But actually who, who won the case? Well, in the end, the company lost the case as the defence pointed out that the company website listed 40 employees based in Sydney, Melbourne, and India worked for them. Oh, so they really shot themselves in the foot. It's December now. Where is LastMinute.com at?
1: Well, after an investigation by the Competition and Markets Authority, CMA, Lastminute.com agreed to pay £7 million in refunds to more than 9,000 customers whose holidays have been cancelled due to the pandemic. And they said they would do this before the 31st of January at the latest.
0: Wow, that's a lot. But I guess that's a good thing that the paying everybody back yeah
1: I thought so too Gels but like you know I was saying that I got charged this additional admin fee I wonder if I had of waited until this investigation by CMA would I have gotten my full refund back but I guess yeah it's one of those things mm-hmm. that I I won't know <laughs> Um, But another thing that this investigation kind of concluded was that online travel agencies had a legal responsibility to provide prompt refunds to customers, like irrespective of whether the agent had received funds from the airline and accommodation providers. And this part is so important for what happened with lastminute.com because lastminute.com were saying to people and a lot of the narrative in the group itself was that because Consumers had purchased, you know, maybe a package holiday where there was like two hotels and three different flights involved. Lastminute.com were coming back saying, Well, because there's like five different providers involved in this, we have to wait until we receive the money back before we can refund it to you. And it just created this whole chaos and backlog. And in the group, people were often saying, I've reached out to the hotel. Personally, and they said they've refunded the money to last minute, but last minute won't give me that money until they receive the money from the airline as well. So it it just it just created this type of delay, and um, so that like point from the CMA investigation is really important.
0: Yeah, it really goes to show that having so many players involved overcomplicates the process, and that's where this has gone wrong in this case. Yeah. And did you get to talk to lastminute.com about any of this? So I'd
1: reached out to some gels, but I I didn't hear anything back. However, there was a statement um, in The Guardian where Last Minute commented on the refunds. And they stated that, since March we made refunding customers our number one priority we engaged constructively with the CMA and while we have already refunded more than 200 million worth of bookings overall it is the group's commitment to work through those that remain to be paid
0: wow I wonder what the victims of lastminute.com group would think about that statement
1: (laughs) I know (laughs) I mean there's still people posting in the group every day um about not getting money back so I feel like this this statements you know it it wouldn't hold much promise to the members of the group uh the victim pool still exists and the really interesting thing is a lot of people once they receive their money back they'll leave this group and so there's a lot of people i try to reach out for for interviews I wouldn't get a response because they'd no longer be in the group so I couldn't tag them in their posts but it's funny when I started this story there was 6k members now there's 6.3k members which isn't too much of an increase but it's enough to show that as people have been leaving the group there's been a steady stream
0: of new people entering. I guess it also means that the group's providing real and tangible help to people and maybe that's why people continue to join it.
1: Yes definitely I think it's really interesting when you get something so physical back from a group. Like, I mean, I don't think my money would have materialized at that time without
0: VictimsofLastMinute.com. So it just goes to show you the power of sharing knowledge on a Facebook group. Totally. You may have been waiting until the 31st of January otherwise. <laughs> until the CMA came along. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs>
1: You've been listening to Invisible Friends. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at invisible.friends.world. Our website is invisiblefriends.world. With special thanks to Maria S. Cosmi, Jacqueline Hare, Karawamba Mutala, and Sammy Khan. Music for this episode was by Dylan Chambers. Theme tune by Kerry O'Brien and Pinu.